Welcome to the Motherhood from Scratch podcast. We are two moms with large families striving to be gospel-centered in everything we do. From homeschooling and marriage to homemaking and healthy living, nothing is off limits. Join us for a time of encouragement as we walk out motherhood together for Christ's glory. Hi everyone, this is season two, episode two of Motherhood from Scratch. Thank you for listening to us. We really appreciate the support. I know we say that a lot, but like, we're just so grateful that you guys listen to us and you know, you, I love the conversations I've had and like just the encouragement, random messages and stuff like I heard your podcast and it helped me do this. <laughs> it's just, it's the sweetest thing. So thank you. Um, yes, thank you guys. I, <laughs> I just recovered from the Rona. Um, it is, it's awful. I know like everybody has like different symptoms and all that kind of stuff, but I got it pretty, pretty bad. Um, I was in the hospital for five days and it, it's just, it was hard being away from the kids and my husband and stuff, but thank God it's over. It's over. And yeah. time of this now I'm almost 36 weeks. So now I'm about to have a baby. So lots going Yay. on, lots going on <laughs> over here. Um, Jessica, how are you? What's going on over there? So firstly, I am glad that you are all better. We definitely know that this virus is real. And on top of that, we're starting to go into the cooler months. And so that means um, a a lot more colds and sniffles and everything else. And so just praying that everybody stays healthy. And I'm glad that you are healthy and that you're okay. And I know those babies and your husband missed you. So I am glad that you're healthy um, and you recovered and the baby's okay. And we're, we're doing pretty good over here. My motto is take it a day at a time. I don't know if I talked about it last time, but just dealing with some weird postpartum hormones, it's, it's always a thing. And it seems like as so the more children that I have had, the more weirder postpartum gets, (laughs) um, hormonally it seems. And so, um, so no depression this time, which was, which has been great, but just having moments of just anxiety. And that's just a weird thing to me because I've never been a person who's been like, Oh, I feel anxious or really knowing what that even felt like until, probably for the past few weeks. And I'm like, you know what, I've got to step back, make more realistic goals. And I don't even know if I would call it postpartum anxiety. I think it's just managing now a household with, um, with a baby included and not making unrealistic expectations for myself. And so So just going with the taking it one day at a time has really just helped me instead of worrying about tomorrow or what's going to happen or if somebody's going to pop up at the house. If they do it, my kids will be fed and loved. And, you know, that um, that that's my goal is just sticking, sticking with the the basic stuff and, um, you know, just focusing on what's important. So. We've been doing pretty good though. Since since I changed my my mindset and like really focusing on the important stuff, we've been doing good. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, tonight, we, well, today, whenever you guys listen to this, we are going <laughs> to talk about a question that a friend of mine had. Um, she's in the thick of it. She has two kids that are close together in age. And she asked, not necessarily to us, like necessarily, but she just asked, like, motherhood is hard. It's so hard, as we know. It doesn't matter what stage you're in, whether you have littles or teenagers, it doesn't matter. Like, this is, this is work. Um, yeah. people keep having kids when it's so much work and it's so hard and it's so tiring. Um, yeah, I thought that was a really good question and I couldn't, yeah, it when she asked, <laughs> but I was like, that's a good one. And I, you know, and I yeah. want to, um, to talk about that. So we yeah. both have, well, I'm about, I'm about to have five children and you have five now. Um, yeah you want more, right? Like you're open to like God and, and blessing your family or do you think <laughs> you're, you're good? You're good now. Like, do you think your family's complete? Uh, so it depends on the day <laughs> that you, yeah. it really right now, uh, because I would also say I'm in the thick of it with having uh, my two-year-old and then also having a, a little baby and she's four months. And so there's a, there's a decent gap there, but right now, like I would, I'd be like, Oh, you know, I want to try for another one in like four or five months. Eh, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> but would I say like, Oh, like, I feel like my family is complete and I don't want to have any more ever again. I don't know. That's just such a big, think to me and and I've honestly always wondered like what does it feel like when people are like oh like my family is compute complete I've never had that feeling but um at least I haven't yet but uh what about what about you honestly like I said with well similar to what I said with um number four Mm -hmm. I was kind of open to it. I was like, if God blesses my family, of course, I'll accept another child. Like, I'm not going to be mad about it, you know, but I was content at four. So now (laughs) now that number five is coming, I actually do feel that sense of like completion. Like I I know what people Mm -hmm. are talking about. Like you were saying, like you, you haven't felt that yet. I think I know what that feels like now, especially (laughs) after having, um, the virus with a baby and caring for four other little people and homeschooling. Oh, yeah. and, you know, everything, everything, you know, you know, my life, yeah. everything I have going on, I think I'm good. And that's not yeah. to say I don't support somebody else who wants 14 kids. Cause I do. Like, I think everybody should have as many as they want. Like children are a blessing. I believe that with my whole heart. Yeah. Um, some people want one. Some people want two. Some people yeah. really do want 15 kids and it's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. You know, you're married. That's yeah. I don't really understand. Like when people try to discourage married people from having children, what do you yeah. what do you think happens? Like what do you think? Uh, yeah, and and yeah, I I think I think the culture has a big um plays a big role in that. Okay. Um I, I think how 
how the family unit used to be looked at compared to how it's looked at now. And even looking at the roles of like a husband and a wife, I can tell you right now, uh, one of the reasons why I have had more um, children is because I have my husband and he's supportive of it. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Like it is something that as every child comes along, We have to have lots of conversations about how do we balance things out, whether it's with helping with the baby, helping with other kids, helping with the house. But if I didn't have my my husband supportive of me, it would make it a thousand times harder. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I couldn't do this without a supportive spouse. We haven't brought a kid into the world that we weren't an agreement on, I guess. I mean, a couple more surprises, but it wasn't like, oh, like he's done. And I'm like, I want more kids, even though I know that's a real thing that couples deal with. One wants more and the other one is completely shut off to the idea. That happens a lot. And you have to pray to like be on one accord about that. That's hard. That is difficult. I'm not downplaying that at all. Um, My husband He kind of feels the same way that I feel just like watching like my health, especially with this pregnancy and stuff. And like my plate is full, you know, and he is just like, you know, (laughs) if you're, if you're done, I'm done. You know, like we're, we're on that same page. We don't, we don't argue about that. However, however, uh, both of us do feel led to adopt one day. So it's, yeah. I'm done birthing them, I feel, but we are <laughs> open to expanding our family that way if that's if it's God's will for sure. And yeah, I think I did want to like definitely make sure I said before I forgot is I saw a quote on Facebook, no, on Instagram once, and it's always stuck with me. Hard mm-hmm. the same thing as bad. Motherhood is hard. Having kids back to back is hard. Having multiples is hard. Having teens is hard. Having kids or, you know, teens all the way down. The babies are hard. Having one yeah. kid is hard. Having a gifted kid is hard. <laughs> Whatever. Like this yeah. is easy. Like I'm, I'm just trying to throw out as many scenarios as I can <laughs> that we're all dealing with. Having a special needs child, all these different things, but they're yeah. not bad. Having yeah. a couple of teens isn't bad. It might be super emotional and a lot to figure out, but it's not bad. Having a house yeah. with little kids is challenging, but it's not bad. Children aren't bad in the sense of you shouldn't want them. It's that's what the culture. Yeah, it's the culture. That's where like there's professions that are really hard that you have to work super hard to get into, get licensed and credentialed and years of schooling. And then your job is hard, right? But you still want it. And it's the same thing with being a parent. I know everybody doesn't love being a parent. Um People become parents from different circumstances. Some are unfortunate. Some babies are surprises, whether you're married or not or whatever. Um, But they're not bad. Having a baby, being able to give life, there's like, that's such a blessing to, you know what I mean? And there was a time, I think I've mentioned this before, there was a time where I thought I couldn't have kids. So Mm -hmm. the fact that like miscarriage, like God allowed me to create life like six times. I'm grateful. Like really, I'm I'm really grateful. And I, and I feel blessed to be able to do that. Now, 
after six, my body is like falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) One thing. So like, you know, we want to stop just for like my health. And I know people like agree with that. I know some people think that you should still like trust God with that. And I'm not saying I don't because it doesn't matter what prevention or anything that you use, it can fail. So you can't hope in that. God is still yeah. in control no matter what you think you're doing. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's my thoughts on that. Like parenting is hard, but it's not bad. Yeah. And I, I think the culture, I think we have to be really careful as believers to make sure that the decisions that we're making is not rooted in what the culture is saying, but it's rooted in what the Bible says. And there is nowhere in the Bible where it says that children are bad. Children are not a blessing. It talks about how uh, children are a blessing. And it also talks about how much of a responsibility it is for us to make sure that we're disciplining our children and we're raising them and, um, in the way of the Lord. And we see plenty of times in the Old Testament and even reading through the Proverbs about when um, when parents, they are, they can even be in the faith, but then they um, they do not raise their kids up in the way of the Lord. And then it leads to disastrous results. And so um, and so I think we really have to just make sure that we're focusing on what the Bible says and really staying rooted in that. And it says children are a blessing and the Lord is the one who gives us children regardless of um regardless of, and that's just with things in life, we can try to be in control and manipulate and move things and present our lives to be one way or another. But at the end of the day, it's the Lord who, uh, the Lord is going to be the one who determines our steps and what our life looks like. And so, um, so with that, it's, it's definitely a thing of, okay, let's focus on what God says about kids and not what the culture. I always try to remind myself, like, even if I were to get a profession, when I die, um, my money will be gone. My house will be gone. All of these materialistic things will not last forever. But what my children will go on to do, the people that they will go on to influence will be thousands and thousands and will reach further, way further than any amount of money that I, I could ever make. And so um, that, that goes on to another reason why we keep having children is because they, at least to me, I can say, and I think you would agree, Stephanie, is they are one of the most important parts of our legacy while we're here. That's right. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think that would be one of the biggest reasons. Well, another good reason why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that was really good. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So just, um, just kind of like I was saying, just how they'll go on to influence thousands of people <laughs> further than anything that we could do um, right now. And this isn't saying that working moms, uh, it's a bad thing to work. Uh, definitely not saying that at all. You, you've got to, you've got to be wherever God has, has, put you at and whether that's at home, whether that's at a profession, whatever, whatever, and wherever God has placed you definitely honor him and serving the best that you can where you are. But I I will say for, 
me being able to be home and to pour into my children and seeing the benefits of that. Um, I'm just grateful that we can do it. And yeah. so that, that's another reason. So I know we talked about spouses, we've talked about finances a, a little bit. Um, how, how are some ways, and I know we talked about this in our season one, but financially, do you feel like it's difficult or impossible to raise, raise the kids, um, you know, larger families with um, the finances that we deal with? It just depends, you know, I don't live yeah. in California. I don't, you know, like I don't live in a yeah. more expensive part <laughs> of the country, you know, Kentucky yeah. is reasonable. You know what I mean? There's that. And we yeah. have made a lot of sacrifices. We have paid down debt. We have done so much to yeah. make sure and are continuing to do a lot to make sure that we can take care of our children. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, um, we're, <clears throat> and I keep having to clear my throat, but excuse me, you guys still recover. <laughs> the symptoms of Rona last like 500 years, but <laughs> like they, they do, they say like, even when like you're good after you do your quarantine, totally off topic, when you're done with quarantine, <laughs> you're still, you still might have like a scratchy throat and you still might be sneezing or whatever symptoms you have. Yeah. Like. Anyways, back to, <laughs> um, back to what I was saying. Yeah, um, having children is a financial sacrifice. Whether you yeah. are on a small budget or a larger budget, like we discussed um, in our season one when we talked about um, yeah. like yeah. holding them and stuff like that. Food isn't getting any cheaper. Um, you have to get creative. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think it matters how much you make. You want your money to stretch you want to be good yeah. of whatever it is that God gave you. That's why I'm in full support of people. I know people who have left even where I live, kind of like, I live outside of um, the city, right? People have moved even like further south into Kentucky so they can get some land, get some, get a farm, get some animals and do things that way. You know, <laughs> yeah. people, people do that. It's a, it's a sustainable lifestyle. People like doing that. I don't know how much I would be willing to do. I do enjoy gardening and stuff like that. And those are, those are ways sewing clothes instead of like always like running to the store and buying them. Like a lot of stuff in your house can be repaired by you and your husband or even yeah. your kids if you teach them, then constantly having to run to Target. And you know, I love Target. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, managing those things, not always running to Target, not always you know, <laughs> wasting, not um always wasting money and stuff like just being a good steward I don't think it's as what's the word I want to use it's just it's just a sacrifice and being willing to make that I know everybody isn't you know I, I understand like I um, mentioned yeah. before like doing consignment shops for your kids clothes and stuff you can get new brand name things with tags for 90 percent off if you yeah. just look sometimes people give stuff away all the time on Facebook and all kinds of stuff. Like there's just so many different ways, even with homeschooling, people think it's super expensive. Like I can never do that because it's expensive. It doesn't have to be, it can yeah. be, it doesn't have to be, you know, yeah. um, buying a car, it can be expensive, but it doesn't have to be. Um, yeah. you, know, you just have to, you, you have to change your mind 
on stuff. Like I know everybody doesn't love Dave Ramsey, but we follow his stuff. Um, if you <laughs> haven't checked out his stuff, like it's helpful. Yeah. Like, like I don't, you don't have to follow it to like a tea and like literally eat beans and rice until you pay off your debt, you know, like it's okay, <laughs> but principles are helpful. Um, yeah. Whatever, yeah. whoever you like to listen to, it doesn't have to be Dave Ramsey, like whoever you like to listen to or whatever, just have to change your mind on stuff because life isn't about you anymore when you have kids. I mean, <laughs> if we're honest, it's not, <laughs> you know, we're not yeah. years old anymore running around, you know, college campus and, you know, look, I wasn't saved. I wasn't always saved, you guys, <laughs> you know, so doing the things that, you know, you used to do in college and like, it's not like, it's not, it's not life anymore. You have like a little yeah. person or multiple little people looking to you to make good decisions. And yeah, it is it really is just a mindset shift. You have to yeah. mind and be willing to do what you need to do for them. Yep. And and I think it I think it takes a level of of maturity. And I think I think you definitely hit it on the nail. You said like being a good steward of what God has given us. And there are so many ways um just practically like, okay, what does that look like? Even if you're struggling with things like meal prepping, that's something that, um, or not necessarily meal prepping, but even just having meals and be like, okay, like I'm trying to save money. They have so many YouTubers out there. They have Pinterest. There are so many resources. It's, it can almost be overwhelming that um, that you're not out there by yourself. You don't even have to go to the library and look through, you know, um, books anymore or catalogs. You can literally go to YouTube and look up meal plans for family of six or um, budgeting for a family of five, or you can look up all of these different things that'll help you be a better steward of, you know, whatever the situation is for you. So whether it's, um, you know, your, your budgeting with meals or with clothes, you know, it, it is as expensive as you make it. Um, you could yeah. literally, um, like you said, go to, go to the thrift stores and, um, you know, make that part of your routine, or there are certain sales that happen throughout the year where, um, where you can get discounted clothing and you can buy in bulk and that stuff it's now it's not easy. You have to be disciplined. Um, it yeah. takes like Stephanie was saying, like you have to, um, it's like a, a mental, <laughs> like mentally you have to, um, almost like prepare yourself. Like it's, it's a different type of work. Um, but I mean, I think it's, it's worth doing. Like that's, <laughs> that's why we, um, that's why we've expanded our family because ultimately we decided that it's worth it and it's worth that hard work. So yeah, no, I absolutely, I absolutely agree. Yeah. How do you, yeah. how do you feel when people say, that you shouldn't have kids right now because like the world is so evil and crazy. What would, um, what kind of encouragement do you have for somebody who might want children, but this has that fear of bringing them into this craziness? Uh, so I think that one of the words that you just said, fear is um, the, the biggest thing that I would sit down and look at where is that fear coming from? Because, because the Bible talks about how God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, um, but of power, love, and a strong mind. And it talks about rebuking fear and, 
being strong and courageous and all these things, everything against, <laughs> against fear. And so uh, while I think that if you are trying to, to expand your family, I think it's a conversation that you do need to have with your spouse and evaluating like, okay, um, why do you want to grow your family? Is it on your heart? It like um, thinking about where you live and financially, but at the same time, if that is something God has put on your heart, I don't think you should let those things stop you from expanding your family because God provides. Like with our family and our situation, I cannot tell you how many times um, God has came through and provided for us when um, when we didn't know we didn't know where it was going to come from, and that's everything from finances to even like things like toys and clothing. Me and Stephanie were just talking about how we have an abundance of clothes for our kids um, and an abundance of toys just because of different scenarios. Like our kids don't have anything that they need. Um, and I know my kids really don't know how blessed that they are. And so um, so just, just, I think with, with that fear, seeing where it's coming from and really going to um, God about it and praying to him about it and also speaking to your spouse about it and, and seeing like, okay, like what does expanding our family really look like for us? But if you are letting fear determine that decision, then I would definitely reevaluate because um, honestly, that's not, that's not a biblical thing to do. Um, if you are in Christ, if you're not, you know, you're going to, you're going to do what you want to do. But, um, but yeah, praying, seeking God and going to your spouse is, is what I would say for sure. That's good. That's good advice. Yeah. So with that, yeah, it's not to discredit anything that you might be feeling. If you're one of the people like I'm talking about right now, who just doesn't like the world, the world is crazy right now. Like we can, oh, it is. We can admit that and we can accept that. And the world's going to keep getting yeah. easier the um, closer we get to Christ's return. You know, some days you're just like, can you, is this over yet? It can, is it today? Oh, yeah. or, you know, can it be today? You know, and, but no, we're still here. So, you know, yeah, it, and yeah. it's hard. It's hard out here, whether it is financially, it is because of this virus going around, you know, people are hurting. People are truly hurting right oh, now. Yeah. You know, if it's yeah. not that, it's stuff that's going on around the world. Uh, you might not be happy with um, politics or whatever. Like, there's, there's always a reason to be like, to be stressed or whatever. If oh yeah. Don't if you don't give it to God. If you don't, like you were saying earlier, get off your phone because it's it's constant information. It's it's constant. If you if you keep like if you're always on social media consuming that, you're gonna be stressed. You're gonna be fearful. You're gonna be sad. You're gonna be overwhelmed. Oh yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's so terrible. Like the the news and stuff. Like I mean, y'all gotta like even though like me saying that on here, I'm saying it because it's something that I have to constantly remind myself. Because so like Stephanie, she's about to have a baby. She already had a, a baby at the beginning of COVID. So now she's having a, she's going to have another baby. And then her kids aren't even, they're all 10 and below. My children are also 10 and below. So we've got, we've got little ones out here too. 
and between just like she was mentioning like the politics and stuff, this stuff will have you running scared. Like every single day, not wanting to go and live life and being afraid and fearful to even go places um, and just even be outside. And so like when I say that, I'm not saying it as someone who has arrived and like, oh, like I've got it packaged, like I'm out here like Samson. Um, no, like that's not, <laughs> that's not it. I'm oh, telling yeah, you this like because, yeah, yeah, I just, I just want to encourage you guys, like, don't let um, the devil, like, send you a spirit of fear and, and let that steal all the joy that could be coming to your life. And even the joy of having children, like, or having a child, like, don't let him take that away from you, um, from fear. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> having two kids right now with everything going on, it's, if I'm honest, it's stressful because every week or every other week, there's another restriction. There's, you know, yeah. there's some, there's something else. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there's something at the Crazy. hospital. Yeah. Things are constantly changing. Um, with my kid last year, um, oh, if you know me, you know, I was, I was on edge, especially I would say the last, whole last trimester, because, you know, I never experienced that before, where you can only have yeah. one person, and they can't leave, and they can't come back, and oh, yeah. it didn't turn out to be true, he could leave and come back, because my, uh, my kids were with a friend of mine, so he would have to, like, you know, help with meals, and, like, he, he did all that, and then he, he could come back in there with me, and, like, it was, it turned out better than what it sounded like if you would have heard something on the news or whatever, just when I was in, when I was just in the hospital a few weeks ago because of the virus, I was terrified because you hear yeah. so much. Oh yeah, which is true, which does happen, which is real. It didn't happen to me, and it made me feel really. It made me feel dumb for worrying and stressing so much. It. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like it. I mean, it was. It was scary in the sense of not being able to breathe and having me put on oxygen and thinking like, okay, I have four young babies at home. What if yeah. you're gone? You know what I'm saying? Like those, that, that reality of my mortality was present, like for sure. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, people really are dying from this and stuff like that. But, um, as I got better, as I was healing and stuff like that, and like how nice the staff was at, at the hospital and how kind they were to me and how helpful they were and how like people rallied around my family and brought meals and always checked on them. Wow, and stuff yeah. like, that. like it just felt like I'm like, God is present. And I was just, I was so grateful. I was so grateful. Yeah. It makes you feel so stupid for like not trusting him like at all or all the scary prayers you would, I, I would send up to him <laughs> and stuff like that. So, um, it, it, it grew my faith. It grew my faith. Mm -hmm. So as I'm about to deliver again, like I'm trusting God that nothing <laughs> crazy is going to happen again. And yeah. It's going to be as smooth as, as it has been having two babies during a pandemic, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. yeah that's... But, um, yeah. That's it. That's all we had. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it.
<laughs> so that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for uh, spending your either morning or afternoon or evening with us. Uh, we always love to hear from you guys and hear feedback. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to ask us. I thank you guys so much for tuning in. Love you guys. And we will catch up with you guys next week. Might have a baby next time. You guys hear from us. I know. <laughs> All right, everyone. Bye. Bye.